welcome to the seventh episode of the third series of Everything Under the Sun, a weekly podcast answering all the most pressing questions children around the world have about life on Earth. Thank you so much for sending me all your brilliant questions this week. I love listening to them and I just am thinking about them all and I wish I could answer 100 questions every week. Maybe I'm going to have to get some pixies to help me out and answer more questions because I've got so many that I can only answer three a week. But I'd love to be able to answer more. Well, anyway, I hope you've been enjoying the Everything Under the Sun book have a look in there if I haven't yet answered your question because I've answered 365 questions that have been sent into the podcast there in the book. So there's quite a good chance your question will be in the book. I also did a really fun event last weekend at the Cheltenham Literary Festival here in England for 200 Everything Under the Sun listeners and readers and it was so much fun. We did a really cool quiz based on the podcast and all of your questions. And we recorded a new question for this week's podcast, which you'll hear in a minute. I've also been busy writing my kids quiz for the Saturday Guardian magazine. So do check that out if you live in England. Or if you live somewhere else in the world, you can play it online. What you do is Google Molly Oldfield Kids Quiz Guardian and you'll find it. It's really fun to play it online line because you can click what you think the answer is and it'll tell you if you're right or wrong and it will tell you the correct answer and you can see if you can beat your grown-ups so check that out the guardian kids quiz by me molly oldfield now on with the show our first question is a very important one about the way we treat each other and it comes from tabitha over to tabitha Hi Molly, I'm Tabitha. I'm six years old and I like playing in the park. I've heard the word racism a lot and I know it's a bad thing, but please may you help me understand what it means. Bye! Thanks Tabitha for your excellent question. What a good thing you've asked that one as it's a very important thing for us all to think about. To answer it for you, I have Laura Henry Elaine. Laura is a wonderful writer, speaker and the creator of a very fun show you might watch on CBeebies. It's called Jojo and Gran Gran and I love it. She's also the author of a new book called My Skin, Your Skin, published by Ladybird Books. It's just come out and I'd love for you to check it out. Laura wrote the book to help kids and their grown-ups talk about the topic of racism and what to do if you've been troubled by racism yourself or seen other people affected by racism. It's basically bullying. Laura has the answer for your question, Tabitha. So over to Laura. Hi, Tabitha. My name is Laura Henry Elaine. I'm the author of My Skin, Your Skin, a book that discusses race, racism and empowerment. I'm also the creator of the characters Jojo and Gran Gran, which is currently on CBeebies. Thank you for your question, Tabitha, asking what racism is. You are right, racism is a bad thing and is a form of bullying. We know that bullying is wrong, 
and therefore racism is wrong. Racism has been around for a long, long time. White people have often wanted to control people who were not white or felt they were better. This is not right and not fair to treat other people differently. Racism is treating someone unfairly due to the colour of their skin. This could be calling them mean names or even worse, hitting them. Or it could be not allowing someone to play in your game because of their skin colour. Or saying mean things about their skin colour and hair. It's okay to feel sad and angry about racism. And if anyone experiences or sees racism, they should tell a trusted adult, like a parent or a teacher. It is super important to talk about how everyone is different and that we can celebrate being different. Isn't it wonderful that we are all unique? Celebrate what makes you special, Tabitha, as well as your friends. If you don't know any black or brown people, how can you find out about what makes them special and unique? We can visit other cities and places of interest to experience a range of cultures. Or more locally, we can visit a library and borrow books that show black and brown people in positive roles. We can also use the internet to find out more about other races and cultures. I love that you enjoy playing in the park, Tabitha. Isn't it great to be outdoors? Thank you, Molly, for sharing Tabitha's question. Take care, Laura. Thank you so much, Laura, for your wonderful answer. I really recommend Laura's book, My Skin, Your Skin, as it will help your family chat about race and racism and know how to answer children's questions about it. I think one thing that makes life so wonderful amongst all the millions of wonderful things there are about life on Earth is that we all look different. We all come from different races and cultures and our families live or have lived in different places. The fact that we're all very different and look different and have all these different things that we know about the world, even eat different things and can talk in different languages, is what makes human beings so incredible. I love to travel and I love to meet people from different cultures, both here in England and when I'm travelling around. I really like the different ways we express life and the fact that we have individual personalities. And I think the way we all look, dress and live life in different ways is what makes the world of human beings so exciting. It wouldn't be nearly so fun if we were all the same. Our differences are the things that we must celebrate and enjoy. So do check out Laura's book. And if you'd like to win a copy, we have a competition. What you have to do is have a think about yourself and think what is it about you that makes you so unique and amazing because each one of you is unique and amazing i know it it could be that you have a special talent like drawing skipping swimming or writing stories it could be you have a special quality like maybe you're very kind and have done something kind or friendly this week 
someone in your class or a family member or your teacher. Or it could be that there was a really special time when you were very pleased with something that you did, something creative or something thoughtful or just something that you think, yeah, that's what makes me unique. I can do this or I did this or I look like this. Whatever you think makes you unique and wonderful, just think about it and then ask a grown-up to borrow their phone and open a voice recording app on it or use WhatsApp voice recorder and just say, hello, my name is whatever your name is and then tell me whatever it is that you think makes you unique and wonderful and send the recording to me, ask a grown-up to do it Tell them that my email is molly at everythingunderthesun.co.uk. I'll listen to all your entries and pick a winner next week. They will get a copy of Laura's book popping through their letterbox. I hope that answers your question, Tabitha, and thanks for sending it in. And good luck to everybody trying to win a copy of Laura's new book, My Skin, Your Skin. Next up, we have the question I recorded at the Cheltenham Literary Festival last weekend. What we did was I asked all 200 people in the audience to think of a question for everything under the sun. Then I chose three children to stand up and tell me their question into the microphone. Then all 200 people, big and small, voted on which of the three questions they wanted me to answer this week. Here is the winning question everyone chose at the Cheltenham Literary Festival and you can hear the audience shouting about where we are too. Remember that Emma is only four, so she got quite shy. Over to Emma. My name is Emma. And I'm Paul. And I, what things do you like doing? I like doing colouring and that's it. And what's your question? Can you remember? Does a chicken shape a little chick if a fox tries to eat them? How does a chicken save his chicks if a fox tries to eat them? That's a brilliant question. Thank you, darling. (laughs) Well done. That's so good. So I'm going to answer it next week on the podcast. And now I need all of your help. You guys have to all shout, we're at the Cheltenham Literary Festival. Are you ready? One, two, three, go! (laughs) Thank you! Now, just in case you couldn't hear Emma, as she felt very shy up on stage because there were 200 people watching her, and she's only four. Here is the question she recorded at home when she wasn't feeling so shy, so you can hear it very clearly. Over to Emma again. My name is Emma. I'm four years old and I like doing colouring and painting. And my question is, how does the big mummy chicken try to save the little chicks if the fox tries to eat them? Thanks, Emma, for your wonderful question. Well, foxes are really crafty creatures and they've been known to rip the heads off chickens and kill as many birds as they can in a frenzy if they manage to get into a chicken run or a coop. Foxes usually get in by digging and squeezing under a fence or by ripping the wire off a fence with their teeth 
all jumping over the top. So what can chickens do about this to protect their chicks? Well, there isn't that much a chicken can really do. Chickens can't fight back against a fox that well. What they do is make a really loud noise and hope someone comes to help and flap around and peck the fox and hope it runs off. But often, if a fox does get into a chicken's house, chickens are in trouble. Oh no! So, if you own chickens, it is really up to you to help protect them. There's lots you can do to help a mummy chicken protect her chicks. Make sure her home is well protected. Bury the fence around the coop around eight inches deep with wire. And make sure the fence around her house is very high because foxes can jump a five-foot fence. They're brilliant jumpers. Make sure you use very strong wire in your fence so foxes can't rip it with their teeth. And ensure there are no gaps as foxes can squeeze their bodies through tiny gaps. Now, one interesting thing that farmers do is use other animals as guard animals. Did you know alpacas make excellent guards of chickens? Foxes hate alpacas and the smell of an alpaca or two will send a fox running away. So it's quite nice to have chickens and alpacas living together on a farm. There's a farm in Wales where the chickens are protected by alpacas and you'll often see chickens sitting on the alpacas' backs as they graze. If a fox dares come near, the alpaca would chase it away and has even been known to corner it and trample it to death. Oh dear, that's sure to make sure a fox doesn't attack a chicken's chicks. But if you can't find an alpaca, a llama will also do the job nicely. Other animals that have been used to protect chickens' little chicks are dogs that bark and chase a fox away, roosters who crow and scare the fox away, as well as donkeys and guinea fowl who also make a racket if they see a fox. They will attack and fight a fox to protect the chip. Oh, and there's also geese. They've been known to be the protectors of chickens too. Now, what you can do is make sure you aren't luring a fox to your chickens by mistake by making sure your household rubbish bins are safely closed so a fox won't smell the rubbish and come to your house and then notice the chickens. Another thing you can do is mow any tall grass around the chicken coop so foxes can't hide in the grass and bring in any pet food for other pets at night. Put some motion sensor lights out that will come on if they sense a fox running nearby and then the bright light will scare the fox away. That's a few things that you can do to help a chicken protect her chicks from a fox. I hope that answers your question, Emma. There's loads you can do to help a mummy chick protect her chicks from naughty foxes. So don't worry too much about it. And thank you so much for recording your question with us all at Cheltenham Literary Festival. I hope you loved it. Now it's time for our final question. It comes from Christopher. Over to Christopher. My name is Christopher. I'm five and a half. My question is, why do your hands feel wrinkly when you have a bath or a shower? Bye! Oh, 
Christopher. Thank you for sending in your question. It's a very good one. Isn't it weird when you stay in the bath for ages or in the shower for ages and ages and then you look at your fingers and they're all crinkly and wrinkly? Why does this happen? Well, your skin is covered in special oil called sebum, which you spell S-E-B-U-M. Sebum. This sebum oil makes your skin nice and soft and moist and protects it too. It's very clever and makes your skin a bit waterproof. So when you wash your hands, water runs off your skin instead of soaking it all up like a sponge would because of the protective sebum oil all across the top of your skin. But when you stay in the bath for ages, the water washes away the sebum. Then the water can get into the top layer of your skin. The skin gets filled with water and goes all waterlogged. But why does waterlogged skin look crinkly? People thought the water made the skin swell up and go puffy. But now researchers think that it's your nervous system making your hands wrinkly. Why would your body do that? Well, because it's easier to pick up wet objects with wrinkly fingers. The crinkles give your hands more grip, like treads of a car tyre help your car grip to the road. Isn't that clever? Your nervous system notices your hands are all wet so can't pick anything up if it needs to very easily. So it makes your fingers all wrinkly and crinkly so that you can pick things up even more easily if you need to. Even though you've got wet hands. That's genius. Now you're in the bath and your hands go wrinkly. What should you do? Nothing. Except maybe see if you can pick something up more easily with wrinkly hands than when you first got in the bath and your hands were just wet. Once you get out of the bath or shower and dry your hands, the wrinkles will disappear quickly on their own. You'll have more sebum on your skin in no time. I hope that answers your question, Christopher, and thank you for sending it in. Now that's it for this week. Wishing you a very lovely week. A huge thank you to Laura Henry Elaine for talking to us about racism. And do check out her book, Your Skin, My Skin, and enter the competition to win one. Just tell us something that's very unique and special about you, and we'll play the winners on next week's podcast. A huge thank you also to Tabitha, Emma, and Christopher for this week's questions. A big thank you to Ash Gardner at House of Strange for the theme song and audio networks for all the lovely incidental music we use this week. If you've got a question you would like to ask me, just ask a grown-up to borrow their phone, open the voice recording app, tell me your question, your name, your age, and a bit about yourself. Send the recording to Molly at Everything Under the Sun. I promise I listen to every one. Just got to have more time or more podcasts to answer all your questions. Do check out the book, Everything Under the Sun, a curious question for every day of the year, as it's filled with 366 of your questions and has been beautifully illustrated. So I promise you'll love it. You can find it online at Amazon Hive Book Depository if you're overseas, Waterstones, or in your favourite bookshop. Ask your grown-ups to get a copy for you this weekend. I'm on Instagram at Everything Under the Sun Pod and at Molly Oldfield Writes and on Twitter and Facebook. And of course, tell your friends to listen. I'm wishing you all the best, most fun week. You should be on half term, I think. 
I'm going to be going to the Natural History Museum in London to see the big blue well that inspired this podcast. And I'm also going to the Royal Academy to check out some art. That's the things that you can do in London, but wherever you are, there's sure to be fab things on for half term. So let me know what do you get up to. And if you're anywhere else in the world, let me know if you're on half term or not. It's possible that you are not. I hope you're all having a lovely time. Have a happy week and do send me your questions. And enter our competition to win Laura's new book, My Skin, Your Skin. Thank you and goodbye.